Welcome to MMA Wales podcast number 14. We are joined with our regular MC Ricky Wright and also the European champion, IMAF, was it youth? Junior, European champion. Okay, Ricky's going to take over. And ladies and gentlemen, the new <laughs> IMAF European Open Junior Welterweight Champion, Rowan Crocker. That's And Will Blade Un. Blade Un. From KGB Gym. Um, fights different rules when he's home. Yeah. And when his missus will let him. Last time she wouldn't. They get him mad the next day. Terrible excuse. Okay. <laughs> Is that true? Did he fight the day before he got married? No, I tried getting him to fight the day before he got married, and he had like a big pansy attack as if it was a big deal. Yeah, I know. How cool would he have been if he fought the day before he got married? I still have a stag. You know, traditionally, stag nights are meant to be the night before, the night before your yeah. wedding. You know, and you end up getting a paste and somehow get time to a land force him in, a, in, a, in an MMA fight or a kickboxing fight. That's one way to show up to your exactly. wedding. That's exactly what I'm trying to do next year. But, um, yeah, we'll see if I can get on a salad tonight first. Uh, <laughs> okay, so firstly, Rowan, um, well done. We've been trying to get you on the podcast since you won it, but you've been a bit stubborn. So we stole his medal and said he can't have it back until he comes on the show. If you want to show him your medal. Now show me your medal. Now that it's back it's in huge. possession. <laughs> um, so, when you went out to... Uh, the Euros um, hadn't fought at all never had an MMA fight um, done plenty of jiu-jitsu competitions yeah. um, what was your expectations <laughs> to be honest uh, <laughs> to lose I didn't actually expect to win anything um, doubted myself quite a bit um, yeah you, were, you weren't the most confident going no. but, um, I, but sometimes people thrive off that don't they really well, you see people really confident lose and you see people not confident yeah. win all the time I mean the first time I met Rowan was out in Romania the week of the <coughs> European Championships and you had the whole team there and obviously Scott Pedersen had been here before and a few of the other boys had been before but you were quite shy and quiet and obviously you were the youngest of the team uh, there was another junior on the team I'm not sure if you were yeah. older younger but you were the youngest one of the youngest on youngest the team youngest Welsh on the team definitely yeah. the youngest Welshman on the team and um I, as an MMA MC, I've never seen you before because people who would know you would know you from the, the jiu-jitsu and the grappling, but you had this shy persona and then you, you, you fought on the very first day and you blitzed your opponent. Was it you won a decision on your first, was it against the Romanian guy? Yeah, he was the favourite apparently to win the division, I'm told, 7-0 record. And you, and uh I remember after you had a conversation with Chris and I bumped into you in the corridor and you were like, oh yeah, I kept forgetting I can hit him and I really liked that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he was uh, calling up, like say, like I'd be trying to pass without punching him or I'd be in Parker without punching him and then he'd be calling up like, oh, you can punch now. And I, I remember and I just thought, oh yeah, right, okay, I, got, I can punch you now and I can start raining down shots. So, which, yeah. is, which is good. Uh, shows how teachable you are because yeah. a lot of people are like, you know, they can't hear you. Like I, I train with for like ten years, and yeah. I shout at you now, and you still I'm like get your head out the way, them punches, and you still get punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> so the fact that you've it's it's, it's a testament to the jujitsu competitions you've done with Chris, yeah, of course, yeah. as well, yeah. because he has been cornering you for them, and then mm. obviously he doesn't shout punch him in the face then. No, no, no. 
but like it's, it's I'm telling you it's, it's quite a hard thing to be to listen to your corner yeah, when you're fighting like, I feel like my like I said like my ears sort of like tuned in for that like voice so like, yeah. like in your ears like it's just been there like, he is distinctive as well which is happening yeah, it's quite pretty <laughs> fair like, Chris has got a, a worldwide reputation for his corner in now because calm. he's so precise and calm and uh, yes please yes please no thank you no take your time take your time it's, it's there if you want it it's up to you he always calls a full name as well yes Brett Johns I mean there's only one Brett there Chris <laughs> <laughs> which is, I don't it's not a bad thing but it's funny so I mean that was a, your, your first fight was on day one mm. you had a couple of days off and then uh, you fought again on the semi-finals against uh, Italian Leonardo Oliver yep. tell us how that fight went yeah talk about that one um it was a second round TKO with a mounted crucifix. Um, was he the one you didn't like? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't like him really. Cause, Explain uh, why. On, on the first day, we got there to do the like the pre-weigh-in, so like the check-in day, and the hotel lobby was like here, and like there'd be like a revolving door, so like, you'd walk in, and as he, he was coming out, as I was walking in, and I just felt his head, just like I was walking past, and he just like follows my face, sort of thing. So <laughs> staring you out. All I the walked time. past, and I, was, I thought. I'm sure that's my opponent, and like we didn't even know if we were fighting yet because the draw hadn't been made, so we, we, he didn't even know if we were going to be fighting tomorrow or, or the next day or whenever. And uh, so yeah, he was mean mugging me the whole week, and after the first day, he had fought as well, so I had won and he had won, and he was still mean mugging me. So whenever we go for like the the dinner in the evening, he'd like pick his plate up and like make sure he could find me. Or when <laughs> we, we were, when we were fighting on, uh, sorry, when we weren't fighting on days like uh, I've got the last sausage. <laughs> <laughs> when, it, when it was like um, when the, I had days off, so like I'd be sitting watching the fights all day, watching teammates. He'd obviously have days off as well, and he'd find the way to just like if we were sitting close to each other, he'd, he'd walk. Like the certain ways you could brush my knee and make sure <laughs> just anything to sort of like try it's like being back in school and get in my head. So, <laughs> so when, did when it I, intimidate you at all, or did you just did you just thrive uh, on it when the fight came? I, I don't. I'm not a very like aggressive sort of person, so it, it takes a lot for me to sort of start being like like really aggressive and, and, annoyed. and, and annoyed at him. So it but didn't it didn't get me sort of I really want to hurt you, but like when I did have that opportunity then to like make him you know sort. Of pay for what he had been doing all week like I didn't say no so. was it did you shout at him after the fight or was it after the first round I can't remember it was it was after the fight he, um, <laughs> he was, yeah I, I, I shook hands with him as soon as like, I, I got to finish and uh, I was like standing in the corner and he was like he was like staying on the floor and I, I was just like saying under my breath like staring me now and, and like, <laughs> brush my knees now and like, I, like eye me up now because like I just don't know what sort of ego he had to think that he could just like stare me out all weekend. So when, whenever I've fought in the past, it's been enough times, whenever like people come up to me shaking my hand and all tidy and stuff, I've always been more concerned then than when they do yeah. that because I think yeah. they're hiding behind something most of the time. It's different when you're trying to build a fight. Do I, you I mean? Yeah. But okay. I, you know... I felt like it was like a strange experience because also the jiu-jitsu community is fairly, yeah. I don't know, placid and like next to each other. Yeah. So you can find out you're fighting each other on the, like a grappling day, and you're just like, oh, hello, how are you doing? Like we're gonna grapple now, and then you go grapple, and then you're still friends afterwards. But I think if you did that for an MMA fight, you're like what he tried to do, and it was just like a strange feeling for me because nobody's ever tried to mean mug me for grappling. But <laughs> so it felt good then getting that win and then a place in the final, especially yeah. with ground and pound, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember the fight. The crucifix was on for. 
a while and yeah. kept peppering away and yeah. the, the finish came in the second round I believe yeah, such uh, a great way to win so I remember the, the entire time out there we'd, we'd all eat together and uh, everybody be you know, some of the boys who'd uh, lost their first fight would be just scoffing their faces and Chris would be like oh you, you can like a lettuce sleep now <laughs> 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 so uh, how hard was that to maintain your weight over the course of the week um I'm not, not sure if you're aware, but I had a bit of a like scare on the first uh, day we got there because um, I was a kilo underweight. So Chris had said to me to uh, don't um, don't don't eat anything bad, but just eat clean. So I thought, alright, okay, I'm just gonna have like a lot of fruit and uh, a lot of clean food. So I, I managed to get a lot of dried fruit. So it yeah. was uh, it was like apricots and sugar spike prunes and stuff like that. So uh, I had a bit of an, like uh, an ordeal there. My, my weight had gone up too far and I thought I wasn't going to weigh in properly the next day. How much he got to? I think I, w- I, w- I like ballooned up to like 79 <laughs> and I, w- I got, I, I went, I jumped on the scale and I was like, I got to be three, like I woke up 76 today, what, what's happened to me? But luckily I, well, I trained in the night and then went to, like woke up the next day. Like See, fruit's bad for you. Yeah. yeah. Tell me. Don't bad. eat fruit kids. <laughs> <laughs> across the week though, it was fine. Like I, I sort of, because t- we had two days off in between, I had a lot of time that I could have gone into the shop or maybe I could have but it was I just had to stay focused and just drink a lot of water and at meal time just have one plate instead of going up and up and up and pushing the boat out of it. But yeah. It was fine in the end. It's uh, mad how dry like like dried fruit like raisins and stuff, or even actually just grapes or whatever. They can have that effect quickly. Uh, yeah, in the final you fought Vladislav Vladislav Kilbeck. Yeah, yeah. He's either German or Austrian? German. German, yeah, he's you know the Etel brothers who came over oh, okay, to the yeah, tent. Yeah. He's one of their guys, and uh, you managed to get the submission in there. So in three fights, you've got a decision, uh, and a TKO and a submission, yeah. and then you you come out off of the gold. Going into the fight that morning, do you have any expectations of winning, or was it back to nervous? Yes, yeah, so, uh, it was sort of similar. Uh, at the um, in the warm up area, you you could like sort of see each other in in, in separate rooms. So like if you wanted to, you could definitely mean mug each other the whole time and on the first day my bo- I was like sort of hiding from my opponent because there was like a little alcove where you could just like run up and down and you wouldn't be able to see and they wouldn't be able to see you so on the first day that was me like I was hiding my opponent from me like I didn't want to look at him I didn't want to like see him but then on the finals day that was him the roles had reversed like I really wanted to look at my opponent and just like mm. know this is the person I'm fighting but he was staying in the alcove and <laughs> avoiding eye contact so it was a strange dynamic to go from the first day being really frightened and not wanting to like sort of engage in eye contact to the finals day where I was really up for looking at my opponent and knowing like I just like I think after the first two wins I was definitely just like I'm I'm here now I've got one more fight and I'm winning it and that's, that's I think beating the most experienced fighter there in yeah. the first fight and then getting a finish from ground and pound in the second fight is a lot in it you know what I mean yeah. going from no fights at all to them to win you got to be beaming going into the final. <laughs> I think. I mean, it's like how do you enjoy this fight? <laughs> Easy. You know I mean? yeah. It's uh, ah, it's just, you know, as I say, the name like back home we watch trying to watch it online and stuff. Mm. And um, from when you went, I was like, oh, Scott, Scotty fought first, I think, and it was a couple, of, and all of a sudden, not Rowan, so Rowan's then all of a sudden Rowan's first time on the ground, and I was like. Right, okay, now he's in the final. <laughs> do you know what I mean? You know what you can do here. Like, do you know because I mean? before everyone was quiet about him, and I was like, wow, fuck. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Rowan's there. It, 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 it's, it's good, it's good fun. The only thing is, 
Like it's funny now because before, if you were looking for a fight, it was like Rowan the first timer, and in one week he's gonna turn into <laughs> Rowan the European champion. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a little bit more difficult. Because <laughs> everybody's gonna fight next time. It's obviously gonna be pretty good. Like, no, no more warm ups or anything. Like, I've only fought one week. <laughs> that's, the, that's, that's the weird thing. Like, because obviously it would have taken a long time to get that them three fights on the regional circuit. Like, yeah, because because it was in a w- one week and it was all over so fast. It doesn't actually like sort of feel like I've actually done it in a sort of yeah. way. Like I'm looking at it, and it's just like you've done your debut. Uh, <laughs> it's just gone. I guess feel like I've got to make my debut again, or like it does doesn't feel like it's happened. Because uh, yeah, I guess with the the format tournament, the Vine Map, you don't really get the walkout, the, the, yeah. the sell tickets, and and yeah, entrance. Drunken Welsh women. But yeah, drunken Welsh women and <laughs> ring girls. It's all the all important ring girls, you know. Top off. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, Guns out. So, of course, you're scheduled to fight coming soon at the Beijing uh, World Championships, Junior World yeah. Championships, yeah. Uh, with IMAF again. Of course, as the gold medalist from the Euros, you will be seeded first. Yeah. You will be walking into World Championships. Rank number one in as the world. Rank number one in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Do you feel he's added pressure? Oh, man, is that in one week he doesn't want to smile but he's got to there's definitely pressure to like obviously to perform again I think like going to the Euros I didn't have any expectations to, yeah. to even win so like now I'm putting the expectation on myself to win again but that's obviously bad for me so now they know your name mate yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah if, I'm, I'm pretty sure my um from the semis, the Italian who was mean mugging me all week when we were speaking before the um, medal ceremony, he said that because his team's like funded by the Italian government, like a lot of other European countries are, he said that he's going as well. So uh, hopefully, I'll get to punch him in the face again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is nice to punch different people in the face, mind. I mean, this time, <laughs> you the World Championships, you will have. Um, a lot more people is uh, you got the Americans come in, which will bring their wrestling yeah. pedigree. You got a Japanese who also got ref, a wrestling pedigree and yeah. like a different sort of style of striking. Mm-hmm. And you got the Australians who just well-rounded MMA fighters. It, yeah. it's, it's a total different uh, ball game t- time, you know. It, so um, yeah, it's gonna be good in Beijing, especially because it's like well, as you say, it's the other side of the world. Really, it's, it's not. It's not like. You're fighting in Europe again, yeah. so you will have quite a few. I'm, I'm excited. Like I, I know there's going to be a, a bit, sort of a better pedigree now because it's obviously it was open, but now it's like a people want to come to the World Championships and, mm. and win a world sort of title. So I'm excited to fight a wrestler who wants to take me down because I like being on my back anyway. So it's like, uh, well, but the wrestler doesn't want to take you down. Try, try, try. Of course, recently this week it's been released that there will be prize money towards the medalists the the best team and the most the best fighter of the week does the financial gains give you an extra incentive i was always going to go anyway because after the um the european i knew the worlds were coming they would be coming and i'd obviously i want to go and better myself again and fight again and i did enjoy the imf setup but the money is just a benefit i was always going to go the money makes it even more just like well, yeah, I suppose an incentive to go and, and win again. Yeah, it's easier to ask for sponsors now as well as you've been jumping. Yeah, it's much easier. <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's not just all sponsor the grappler and stuff like that. Say, you become world junior champion now, you'd have had three fights and uh, probably another three fights out in the world. Yeah, 
that means you would have had six year fights as, as in your amateur days and none of them in your own country as, as so what we're saying is when we're going to get on adrenaline <laughs> <laughs> headlining I've, I've always gone to like a grappling tournament on my own as well like I never wanted my parents to come over my fa- any of my family members away, to, to turn up like I like going away and doing because like, if I lost then it didn't matter nobody could see it happening so to, to fly to Romania and fight nobody can see it well they could see it but no, nobody was there to see it happen if I did lose and nobody can fly to China unless they, they do but like I do like going away and but at some own. point you got to fight in front of your people. Obviously you <laughs> 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 Set one like a dark match. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think uh, like that's maybe when the nerves will really kick in. I suppose when he's got to do it in front of people, but he knows. I don't know. He's always patting under adrenaline. Like I call him DJ Robin now, so he, he DJ for the show, the show before he give all the gloves out, <laughs> jogging from uh, Sweden, <laughs> causing golden bike. <laughs> he does a little everything. Fair play to to Rowan because I was looking over and Reese was meant to turn the music off. I was like Reese, Reese, and then Rowan always gave him a nudge. <laughs> Reese wasn't paying attention. Nah, he was chatting up some girls. Has he got a girlfriend? I yeah. Shouldn't really. <laughs> <laughs> really yeah, hasn't been with her long. <laughs> he, he edits. Do this not thing. cut that. <laughs> Nathan's editing. Right. You right? It's all again. <laughs> yeah, you know it's uh, like. Brilliant. Um, brilliant. So anyway, good luck to you out in China from us. Uh, we yeah. have another guest here today. Will Bladen. Tell us a bit more about yourself. I've been training with James now for was it ten years? Yeah, listening for about five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah um, Obviously, the last couple of years you haven't been that active no. because of your. Tell me, you do well. Uh, in the military, so I don't really get to come on that often anymore. The medic in the military. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So Will's only actually home because they changed their mind about you being away. Yeah. They sent you away and sent you back. Yeah. And then when you're going away again. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he'll be in sunny Afghanistan for Christmas. Lucky bugger. Can't wait. <laughs> um, yeah, so what's happening with you, Will? You, uh, what do you mean? In the army, uh, uh, you know, what's happening? Um, well, just at the moment, just getting sort of shipped about everywhere. Getting um, sent from Afghan to America and then to go back to Afghan to finish off for the year. So hopefully next year now, I'm back home, do a bit of training, sort of get back into it a bit. So there's obviously like... Bit more. I know of recent years, even though you haven't been home much, um, you are, you haven't um, you've been doing our boxing. Yeah, yeah. So um, tell us about. Yeah, so um, in work as a medic, we don't really box much, so it's like not a done thing in the military. Uh, but the infantry, they're all over it. Like they love their boxing, so they train over there. So when I got to the battalion, then with now, um, they were big on boxing. So uh, I was ch- chatting to a couple of the boys there, started training with them. Then got invited onto the boxing team, so we got to go out everywhere. Then we go down like David Hayes Gym, West Ham Boys Club, Legends Gym, and all places like that. Um, so we got to train with like David Hayes, like Joe Saunders, a couple of British mm. champions. Then, um, uh, so I did that for about six months, just solid training boxing. So, but I only ended up having two fights with that. Uh, one was at heavyweight, where I managed to lose. <laughs> his, uh, in the, yeah, tell me about that. Yeah. So we made it to the semi-finals of the army championships, and it's like a team event. So you have um, so five seven, fights. seven fights. Um, so first four wins. <laughs> we were fighting the Paris, and they had a thing with the Paris a couple of years ago. So it was a bit of a 
they were ongoing like uh, feud if you like so uh, it came down to the last fight and I was I it was free all right and Will yeah. was fine with, right? yeah, so, uh, <laughs> I was pretty confident like um, tell them why they were chanting Blaine's gonna oh, get yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> so I, think, I think they thought I was gonna knock this geezer out, but I'd come up from light heavyweight. Our heavyweight had got injured, so I was meant to be fighting light heavyweight, so it was a little shuffle about. But I think they thought that I was gonna do better than what I did. So I came out because I weighed in, I think, 84 kilo. He weighed in 91, I think he weighed on the limit. And he was about 6'3, so I'm 5'9. So, um, <laughs> So uh, I think they explain this. Explain this situation because this is like I've heard it first, and then I heard it with the, what was going on. It's like so the only people in the crowd yeah. are the people with your yeah, regiment. So, yeah, my battalion was there, and then the <laughs> and battalion. Yeah, and That's they, it. They, they, they were going at it. Like, <laughs> going at it. Last fight now, so it was like it was all on me, wasn't it? So, um, <laughs> so I thought he was going to come out the block. So I thought he was going to come at me and, and try and like, take my head off because he was bigger. And I thought I. I this is going to be my sort of fight I won't have to work to get in or anything and he didn't he just chopped my head off <laughs> it was the complete opposite of what I thought was going Lane's to happen going to get yeah. you and he's just like dum, dum. yeah so um, <laughs> I don't, obviously the score is different isn't it to like K1 yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's all the fight I'm used to so I probably would have won had it been a K1 fight because I took the centre of the ring um, kicking no I wish I had I wish I had get through warnings I would have I took the centre of the ring Take him down. and he literally just kept jabbing me in the face and then moving round but it wasn't yeah. doing any harm and it wasn't wasn't affecting me in any way. Um, yeah. So every time I was landing, it was a heavy shot. But he'd he'd like land six, seven shots. I'd land one or two. Yeah. So obviously I was losing. But um, but yeah. So I was like, I was like trying to chase him down. It was a big ring as well, the biggest ring you can get. So like, I couldn't cut him off properly. Yeah. So he just did everything he should have done. Really, uh, didn't do it. So you, you lost. Yeah, <laughs> I've got I've got a mate who used to be a royal engineer, and him and two of his mates were just hanging around this pub, and it was infantry mm. in it, and it was. Uh, para's in there and he goes in there and he stands up on the bar and goes para para in the sky living proof the shit can fly infantry rules and then everyone starts riding and my mate just sneaks out the back <laughs> <laughs> so like I kind of know the, the sort of rivalry that, yeah. that the different regiments have with each other so I could just imagine it all the pressure on you yes yeah, so yeah, well it wasn't nice I'll be honest but the boys were pretty good about it afterwards I think they were they thought it well. It happened the, the the year after as well. Exactly the same thing happened again where I got down at the heavyweight fight and they lost in the heavyweight. But he did tear his bicep halfway through the fight. So the heavyweight did. He carried on. But, um, Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> but he lost as well. So t- twice in a row that happened to him. But um, I managed to fight again then. In, um, they had a battalion competition then. So I managed to win that. But it was only what I had to bite the final. So, so of course you've boxed. Yeah. You've uh, fought K1. and yeah. Lots of kickboxing. Yeah. And you've had a few MMA fights as yeah, well. Yeah, a couple of MMA fights. Um, all amateur? All amateur, yeah. Um, so the first one was years ago, wasn't it? it was, yeah. That was, it was like my second fight. So what, you, at this point now, so like obviously we spoke about as a February home a lot more. Yeah. And you want to do a bit more. Fight to fight again. Yeah. What do you want to do? Um, and so I don't mind, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, think, I think I'd like to go back to K1 for a bit. Yeah. Uh, two, three fights K1. I wouldn't mind throwing a bit of MMA in there, but it's just having the time to commit because it's not something you can sort of just have a go at with a K1. I've done it for so long. I can... Yeah. Eight weeks training. Three times a week and then you yeah, can go running. But like with MMA, MMA you, there's too many to aspects. It. So we joined, with, uh, we joined with Rowan, who's been developed through the IMAF setup. Of course, you you've only fought amateur MMA. Is that something you'd like to do in the future if you have the time? Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, I really enjoy it. Um, 
unfortunately just haven't got the tools to do it if that makes sense so my grappling is not great um, but it's good like having the, the training partners we've got here because they're all quite high level amateurs so you've got like, Will Davis like Ron came up with before it, before he went out um, you've got Rory up here you've got all, all good boys to train with so I, I do learn a lot from them but it's sort of picking bits as I go along because I haven't got time to commit to come to the classes all the time so mm, yeah. yeah I would like to get back into it mm. okay um, right, we have got to take a short break now before um, the, we keep talking and the cameras are run out of tape. <laughs> so, see you in a few minutes. Well, welcome back to part two of the MMA Wales podcast. We are now joined with Scott Pedersen. Thanks for Will Bladen for coming on earlier. The uh, reason we got Scott here and as well Rowan has kept stuck around. This week we had Brett Johns in the UFC fighting his fifth fight out in LA. And we got his teammates here to talk, talk us through what, what happened. In what should have been fight of the night, maybe. Uh, yeah, I, I think he was robbed. He should have had uh, a bonus. 50 Gs. 50 Gs, yeah. I don't think... Like, no. for instance, right, I was think, saying this the other day. If that fight was in Pride in Japan 15 years ago, they'd be building statues of Brett on the streets <laughs> yeah. of Tokyo. You know, he'd have his own, like, like shaving advert and stuff out there because... He's a superstar. Because, you know, yeah. you can... Is there's losing and there's losing very good, yeah. and that's what he did. He he lost and with all this stock rose. Mm. Yeah, yeah, stock yeah. rose, and you know he was outgunned in the kickboxing department. But I said to you earlier, if it was a boxing match, I think Brett would have would have won. His boxing looked uh, like improved a lot. I mean, the, the only problem is with the boxing is you got to close this system. Yeah. Um, and the boxing stance is a lot wider, and that's obviously what he's been working on. And you're open to the leg kicks. Um, and I know in sparring you'll take a few leg kicks to get in. Mm-hmm. But nobody in sparring is trying to break his leg. Yeah. That's kind of the start of the problem. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I think every problem after, well, other than the guillotine wasn't a problem. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what do you get out of them? But um, yeah, what, what, do you, what, what do you think, Scott? Um, Obviously, like you, you've boxed and you've done well, British K one champion. You've done a lot. Um. See, when I'm like training with it, like I find it really hard to like. I don't know. If, I don't know what it is. But he's just, especially when it comes to the grappling. First of all, like it's, it's hard to touch, hard to get anything off. You know what I mean, uh, when it comes to the striking, like his striking, as you've seen in the fight, is proper aggressive. Yeah. So I think the only downside to that is he'll take one to give one. Yes. And against. Uh, Obviously he, he takes a lot of leg kicks to get in in the gym, but they're not heavy leg kicks. Yeah, but like when he's in tight, his hands ferocious. Mm. Like we seen in the third when he came out south pro, and he thought like kind of like oh screw it, I'm just gonna go at him. Mm. He's catching him all over the shop, do you know what I mean? So, mm. but mm. Uh, yeah, like he was sparring up here with James Lilly, the professional boxer, mm-hmm. and the boxing it was really good. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, the sparring they were doing, but now even we're gonna throw kicks. Yeah, and then. Brett didn't want to go to the floor, so it was like watching boxing, yeah. which it, it, it was good, you know, he'd done really well with James, and James will tell you, right? Um, all I could think is, I'd be kicking him, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'd be kicking him and I'd be kneeing him, the all the way through that. Like, you can have tough sparring, whatever it is, there's different intensity when you're fighting, do you know what I mean? Mm. You're trying to hurt them, they're trying to hurt you, mm. like in sparring, like, you do your happen sometimes, you hit someone hard, they go, sorry, you, mm. you feel a bit... Bad, man, I want to spar with you, so I love apologies when people hit me. Too. <laughs> I think, uh, but like, yeah, I mean, Scott, he spars like he fights. He puts loads of volume in. Do you know I mean? <laughs> volume fighter. Huh? Volume fighter. Yeah, I mean, 
Maybe. Lots of things we like started to tweak now, especially going into the Asian. Is uh, oh. I feel like you probably know this as well. Like if you tell me to do something, I'll do it. Yeah. But like, and when it comes to, like <laughs> when it comes to oh, the telescope, I tell you know, yeah. When it comes to like drilling that sequence, like I'm happy. You can show me one technique, and I'll drill it for yeah. the whole hour. Do you know what I mean? Like you trained here when he was young. Yeah, yeah. And, and I said, look, you've got to be this volume striker, but you do five, six strike combinations. And then number three point. and number five need to be power shots. <laughs> Not everyone. Do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean? That, that. I think that's the definitely thing that we've been missing out. And like, especially when it comes to the MMA, because I was coming from like a kickboxing or striking background, I wanted to get good at wrestling yeah. before I fought. So after every like combo I'd fought, it'd be boom, straight onto a double. And that's like ingrained in me a bit too much. If you've seen like my first fight in the IMAX, I was at I had against Cage, I was catching with a lovely strike, so I say then put him away, but not a shot on him, but for the double. So it was ingrained too much. I think mm. now. Instead of sticking to like the drills, just open up my creativity in my fighting. Mm-hmm. Instead of just do, do this, do this, do this. Yeah, and I think the power, like when you put the power shot in. So when I used to kickbox, for example, I'd always like try and land a powerful jab at the beginning of the fight. So then every time I threw a jab after, they do everything they can to parry that jab. Yeah, yeah. yeah? Most of them jabs I threw thereafter were feints. So I think that you've got to apply a power shot, otherwise everything you throw, they're gonna try and walk through. Because mm-hmm. again, Brett as the sort of person, and there's plenty of them who will take a shot get one. to get past and, and, and add it. Like take one or two to add four or five. And it's not always a bad thing. My coach Andy used to say, oh, sometimes you've got to take one to give three. Do you know what I mean? Like I'd rather not take any and give one. <laughs> and that was my way. So like everything I'd done, and the power shots then were like, the ones that uh, later on in the fights, when you think they they flinched mm-hmm. because you'd applied that power. So let's there's more than one place for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Let's take uh, nothing away from Brett. Oh. He's the most oh, successful. He's the most successful Welsh fighter. fighter of all time up until now. He's still young. He's only twenty six. Yeah, only twenty six. He stepped up, and again, two decision losses. He, he hasn't got finished. He, he's got too much heart to get finished. Um, he knows exactly what he needs to do next now because yeah. he knows where to improve. He knows himself. Uh, it's, it's, like, it's hard, it's, you know, he, he knows exactly what to work on, and that's the type of guy he is. And there's, I, you train with him day in, day out. You his know IQ there's no one. Is yeah. so, uh, he's probably watched that fight like, yeah. so many times now. He's like, so annoys himself. He's going to make changes. I think because he's working, promoting on his boxing. Well, this is what I think is happening. He's working on his boxing all while. He fought Aljamain Sterling, who is a kicker and fights a distance. Uh, he's come at him with boxing. And from that, they've seen that he's got that boxing stance and the, the leg kicks there. Obviously, he's got to change that now. Yeah. Once he changes that, like I don't think all of the aspects like his clinch. You know, you haven't got to work on his clinch. No, so, I mean, all the you know, boxing. Yeah, it's just the leg kicks, the blocking all types of kicks to make the boxing work. And they won't take him long because he's a sponge. Exactly. <laughs> you know I mean? He is a sponge. Like, and, they, and these are top ten guys, you know. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the best. Yeah, I mean. I think with Brett as well, he had his, his first two fights, really good, enjoyable performances. And then when he won with the calf size mission, he went viral, everyone was mm. talking about him. Yeah. So he, he couldn't... His stock he couldn't, went up too high then. Yeah, he, <laughs> he couldn't fight around the fringes. He, he no. had to be... Amongst yeah. the fringes, and that's what happened. And um, straight in the rankings, it may be a step too soon, but I think both coming off the back of them two losses against world beaters, 
you know, he, he's going to improve because that's the type of guy he is. You guys train with him week in, week out. What does he like to train with? And and tell us anything you can that we don't don't already well, know. Like he's one of the most competitive people I've ever mm. trained with. Like if you catch him, if you catch him with one thing, he's like, I don't know, you like, like if you spar with yeah. it, you <laughs> catch him with a clean shot. Sometimes you think, oh, he's gonna come at me though, so I just go in flush, and he's there trying to take your head off, which is. The end of the day, people don't think it is. That's maybe a bit of a silly thing to do, but that's how you improve. That's how you get better. Do you know what I mean? But um, yeah, like I said, we were grappling with him. Like mm-hmm. leading up to this fight, obviously, because um, Pedro's got like his guillotines off the chart. His grappling's class. But he's letting a set a full guillotine on him, and that's why you've seen his escapes are so good. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, <coughs> he's willing to put himself in those places to get better. Like especially when you see like higher people up, they kind of just they don't want to like risk getting beaten up in the gym or something like that because you put himself in worse positions just to benefit himself another thing I'd say as well is like even though he's obviously a top ranked UFC fighter in you know the best the best organisation in the world he's like he's never sh- after shy <laughs> yeah. he's never like shied away from helping out the, like, the rest of us like even yeah. even, even though he's got fights coming up he's always going to oh mate he's a gentleman for take, take time I mean, there's, there's no two ways about it okay, I find that you know he, he He's meant to come on you when he returns from America. Mm. He's out there on the time of his life now, enjoying it every day. His missus going to get the drinks because he's on crutches. You know, he, he's got no issues coming on, promoting himself, no. coming down here and doing it. No. He, he helped out with our podcast. Yeah, I mean, like so, like a lot of people, you hear that it's front. Do you mean? It just so is, my Brett. Brett. He's a star of Welsh language television as well. He'd be on yeah. Heno, he'd be on Hansh and all the other Welsh speaking Jonathan. Yeah. He was a Welsh language lefty and there's been a lot in the in the news lately about people trying to, you know, take away the Welsh language and yeah. and Brett's there fighting it. So it's not yeah. it's not a more passionate guy in Welsh MMA, UK MMA than Brett. Yeah. And I can't wait to see what he does next. I don't know who he's gonna be matched with. Next, but I'm hoping he gets like a, a fight in Europe so everyone can go yeah. along and support yeah, him again, you know. Especially a UK card be brilliant, wouldn't it? Do you mean? But um I mean he's gonna need some time off to recover now because that was yeah. a war, you know. He's active as well, like how many fights have yeah. been in the UFC? He needs some time, we need some time, we need some time. Fifteen, is it? Sixteen, yeah. I mean he's been there two years, he's had five fights. Yeah, and like he's in the top, you know, yeah, top thirteen. Top 15, yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing him next week on the podcast. I think, we, well, next week he said he'd come on, but as I say, we got to make sure everyone can arrange be a beer. But um, yeah, I mean, I've spoken to him since by via message, and uh, he, he hasn't changed. He's just smiling now. Sending me pictures of his smashed up face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I Facetime me after the fight when he was in like the hospital bed, and I was like. He's you right son you're like yeah you know me I love a scrap and he's like he's been annoyed before I think he left it was a fight in Scotland he was annoyed because he left a bottle of black eye so like he loves like a, he loves the tear up yeah. and all that thing. I think like if I, I think the most impressive thing to me right is, is of that fight he could have easily just given in to one of them guillotines oh, yeah. and just nobody kicks, yeah but yeah. not no, but like, like nobody wants to go out from a strike do they, no, no, yeah. they were, but like another you know, guillotines they were on you know, they, they w- he could have easily just thought, I've had enough where mm. I'm not getting, I'm not progressing. You know, I'm in agony, I'm mad, yeah. it's hard for waiting on my leg, and he's shit on the floor. 
It's going to be easily tapped. <laughs> no. I think we'll make him sit down and yeah. one sit. Like, After the leg kicks, how many fighters have been like, ah, oh, my leg's screwed up? Yeah, switch down. Like, oh. He's like, Chris is like, oh, John, you won? He's like, yeah, I won. And he went up top. Well, try to take his head off. Do you know what I mean? So, like you say, he's an animal. Like, like we said on the previous podcast when we previewed the fight, Brett, he, um, from the, uh, the Sterling fight, even though he was down on the cards in the last round, he threw the Hail Mary, he tried everything yeah. just to get yeah. the win. He, he went for the knockout, he went for the flashy stuff. And again, this fight, it was the same thing. Oh. He didn't stop trying to win till the very last minute. Mm-hmm. No dying it. I think he needs another sort of tie fight, and he just 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we need anyway. Just another one of them, give him more time to recover. Especially when you're watching him as well. It's like, it's, obviously, it's different when you're watching fights. And then when you watch your teammates, yeah. Like sometimes you think you get, I get more nervous watching my teammates than I do when I fight. Oh, definitely, definitely, it's definitely. But, it's, it's horrible doing. It. I'd rather fight and do a corner. Yeah. I mean, it's, it is that. But yes. Maybe back. So anyway, we got you on the show now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we spoke to your teammate Rowan earlier about going out to Golden the Beijing Europe, uh, World Championships. Of course, at the same time they will be hosting the Asian Open Championships. Yeah. You were for the seniors. Mm-hmm. You were entering that. Yeah, Tell us about that. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, especially after like um, U- like the European Games, I was uh, I was expecting to go out there and medal. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. that didn't happen. And lost the gold medalist. So the two times you've entered an IMAP tournament, you you've lost out to the eventual gold medalist both times. Yeah. I mean, can you t- try t- meet t- him t- in a final? Do you think his coach came up to me and said like, to be fair? Like I gave him, I think I gave him his toughest fight, and he yeah, blew sure. through That's everyone. He did, he tournament. did. And then um, his coaching said, "Oh, I should have been to the final." But at the end of the day, it's a draw. It is what it is. Yeah. I mean, it's a draw. You've got to fight before then as well. Let's just mention that. No, that's after. Is it really? So I'm fighting in the Asian Games, coming back two weeks later, final cage draw. That's right. They changed the date to the Asian Games. Yeah, you want to fight on my show? She won like ten fights in a fortnight, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. What if they passed him? No, he never. No, he got a lot of fights the week before. I mean, you're 22 now, is that right? 21. 21. And so he's only just missed. Not just MMA, but your boxing and your kickboxing. Your kickboxing. How many fights have you had combined now? 10 hours on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> Calculate if, that out. Yeah. If I ask this 10 threat, plus 11. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, if I ask this to Brett, you know straight away. Yeah, 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 yeah. From like, this is from the age of 10 now. I've had a total of 113 fights. <laughs> 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 that, that, that doesn't count like grappling tournaments or anything. Yeah, I've chucked them in as well. Uh, that does count. Do us a favour, bleep that out so when I'm trying to match him, it's not so difficult. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's another thing as well, which worries me. Like, cause I think like the last, if you look at maybe my last 10 fights, I generally think I've fought the best amateurs I possibly yeah. can. I like, well, like you fight people over from Sweden. I mean, Bogdan and Tobias. Tobias, so it's like it's, it's lucky I'm not to get like a promoter like that to get those fights in. But what annoys me is like you see these boys in the top ten and the amateur ranking, and you're getting a fighting amateur by you. Do you know what I mean? It's like they're scared to fight. They're nine and 0, 10 up, protecting their record. It's like I, I'll fight anyone. I yeah, seen a so I seen a topology record the other day. Uh, a middleweight who's ranked number one. He's eight and all, um, and he's sort of fighting ultra rules. You just do you know what I mean, but like on a different show, yeah, but it's yeah. just like I think it was two minute rounds and stuff. But he hadn't lost, so he keeps going on, and they don't say that the rules, yeah, yeah. And 
I watched him and he's very like for, I would have put one of my first timers in with him. I mean, it's mad, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, but it's like, what's the point in doing that? Yeah. Like, what's he getting out of it? I, you know? I, I used to fight a middleweight if I can get undefeated, you know, undefeated, you know, and I win one. The only, <laughs> I was gonna say, the only undefeated one here, he's the one, so. <laughs> was in Bahrain but mm. he, he comes across and you had some some other coaches from other countries trying to prove that he had a pro record because they were that, that good yeah and yeah. Uh, you know it weren't they, they, they looked him up on YouTube and, that, and he had Shani's on an eight ounce clever so she was like was but fight, he was just like uh, who did he beat in the semi-finals the, the Lithuanian the, guy yeah, and he done well in the uh, world really the Lithuanian guy uh, oh, what's his name now Yoga Christians no, no, that's the no, Romanian no, guy. Romanian, um, he's got he's got a Brazilian name, yes. Tashera, Tashera, Jose, Jose, Luxembourg. Yeah, he fought. Uh, yeah, that's it, Luxembourg. Jose Tashera. He, yeah. he's just like grapple wizard. Yeah. Like him and Ash, if they ever met, that would just be like one for the pur- grappling purists. You know, that's how good he is. Write his name down. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I thought that'd be a great fight. For Scotty on one yeah. of the adrenalines because mm-hmm. Jose Teixeira is just a different problem yeah. Yeah, altogether, yeah, yeah. you know. And, mm-hmm. and I thought, and that's what you want to see is now. Do you want to see all aspects of fighting stuff? So when you turn pro, and that's the exact point in having like, like, Why, you know, why like, not fight the black belt? Exactly. Do you know what I mean? People yeah. are scared to fight Ash. Obviously, I'll tell you my teammates, yeah. mates, like, but if someone, if there's an Ash equivalent, mm-hmm. some other gym across the UK, I'd mm-hmm. fight him like that. Do you mm-hmm. mean? You know, a specialist, you're gonna get a specialist now. Mm-hmm. And when I, I just thought, you know, he's a jujitsu specialist, all right, you know, he could make you look silly, he makes people look silly sometimes, yeah. but you're not getting knocked out, do we? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like there is a difference now, yeah. you know, I don't want to wake up or yeah, at least yeah. remember it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a point in the world, no, that's you know, twice, then. yeah, that was yeah, that you was a beast, he was, but does it take comfort that? Even though you you lost early on in in these tournaments, that you lost to the eventual gold medalist. They were pissing me off. <laughs> but that's a good like. Do, do you just hate that when people write that on? Oh, I went out in the first round to the eventual gold medalist. Yeah, that yeah. does not yeah. So I agree. It's like they do an jujitsu competition. Ah, oh, what it is? I went out first round to the guy who won eventually. Yeah. Like, like, oh, there's up. loads of shit going on. <laughs> I mean, there's loads of like. Uh, you're never gonna have the best training camp going into a fight. There's always stuff. There's always things pop up, do you know what I mean? Tell them what was wrong with you. There was nothing wrong with me. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, no excuses. Yeah. Nah, there's no excuses. But, um, yeah, I think like that's the thing I like about the IMAPs is, um, do you, like, you look at all the amateur boxers, like Lomachenko and that, the best in the world, they've had like 300 amateur fights. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm going to have 300 amateur fights. But, I'll tell you what, I'll give you an example. Aiden, right? <laughs> so Aiden has gone on Brave on his second fight on the big organisation. Um after a big amateur career all right not as, not as many fights as you but the imaps in this country we weren't really going as much then he went to mm-hmm. one of his own he went to two, two, two sorry but um 
as I say, Adrian now has got the confidence after one fight that he can jump in with Bray. I mean, he won, yeah. I mean? and now he's there, and it's got to be his amateur career that's got him recognised there. Yeah. And if you don't have that, and you just go into the pros, you've got to like it's going to take longer, and you're gonna you're not going to be the fight every other week when you're pro. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. It, it's it's the game is changing. It's changing towards the way the boxing's going, and I like it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's brilliant. I'd like to see with IMF as well them sanction more local events because exactly. if if they had like Four some nations. sort of like yeah if they yeah, had some sort yeah. of body where you, where you when you fought Bogdan and where you fought Tobias both on adrenaline mm. if that had some sort of IMF sanctioning mm. you could have been ranked yeah but the ranks more like yeah it helps towards like, the so you would have points. you would have I think it is going towards that way like my, like as you've seen the officials the on adrenaline from the IKF or the ISCF. They done the IMAF course with my god my god over last year didn't they? I think it is doable. Do you know what I mean? I think the UK has to catch up more. Yeah. Because yeah. we need more officials that are qualified mm-hmm. through them rules, you know? But well, like um, if, if yeah, you were yeah. with victories over them guys, if you were ranked then you could have been seated higher know, and yeah. then you might have met Pavel in the in the final mm-hmm. And you, because you, you the, you the seed didn't make a difference on the draw. It's, I yeah. think if you have a, if there's a bite, so say like, because lightweight's normally lightweight, welterweight, normally most stacked yeah. divisions. But um, say there was a bite, the top seed would get first, would get okay. the bite. Do you know what I mean? So okay, yeah, so and also they get the top seed one fight the second, third or fourth seeds. They will all fight. They split them first and then draw, is it? Yeah, because they're likely to have fought each other in the past as well, yeah. and they, they also put teammates each side yeah. of the bracket. So. Yeah. If they do fight, they'll they'll only meet in the final. Okay, interesting. Which which happened a couple of times out in. Did they mess up in the worlds with um the two British boys? Was it um. Was it like Connor Hitchens and uh, Shelby Busev? Were they messed up and put them in the same bracket and they're both in the semi-finals? Yeah, that w- that was in Vegas, and what happened there? That that's when they decided that, like from that one, we could have to be sp- split yeah. the the countries as well as the seeds, down different brackets. Cause you had, you had, you had some like there's the two Irish guys in the final in the heavyweight juniors and mm. the two Swedish girls they went they went to war they some of the Swedes they didn't want to take people's heads off this mm. one Swedish girl and well that's what they do they just want to bat you yeah that Frida Vastamaki <coughs> like Andreas Giorgio in, interviewed her after and she's so like timid and sweet but then that knockout where she landed, where she yeah. knocked that girl out, um, hit the flying across, didn't know. And then she got back up and she was like, Do I hit her in the face? Yeah. <laughs> the ref just, yeah. just called her off there. I mean, that was something special. That was, no, I think like it was, it's, it's, it's an evolution of the sport. At the end of the day, anyway, was it like 20, 25 years old? UFC's 25 years old. Yeah. Oh, so say 30, what was I got for them? Well, it was far away too. Yeah, twenty UFC as MMA as we know it is twenty five. Yeah, it's like it's like a young sport, isn't it? So they're starting yeah. to see this now, and I think didn't they say something about twenty twenty eight? They wanted to be in the Olympics or something. Yeah, like um, apparently when eventually they're gonna have it as um, um, an exhibition sport in the Olympics, mm. so it'll be out during the Olympics, mm. but it will be officially part of the Olympics. Yeah. They will see how it will work run alongside the Olympics. I think it'd be the most watched. Sport in the Olympics, I think now, yeah, because it, it's the, the fastest growing, yeah. And where does it, it does look like an amateur setting? Like, you watch it if you're watching the world, you have like the countries, you know, what I mean, up in the corner oh, of the TV, yeah. like the, the rash the, guards. The only difference is the rash guards not aren't as you're wearing, 
the flag and stuff. Like that's what you see with the other countries. Like it's like yeah. with the eye maps, everyone's got the same kit. Isn't it? mm-hmm. It's just It'd be cool colours. if you could put like I think don't they know you print on the shorts like GB if you wanted to. Yeah. It'd be cool if they had like a little flag or something. But anyway, yeah. um, eventually, like Here that's that's why they've introduced the rash guards and the shins and the color system. If you look at the Uli IMAX tournaments where like Aiden and Josh Ellis competed, yeah. but they wanted to visually make it different from um, pro, so yeah. you could you could turn it around and be like. That's amateur oh. MMA. Oh, that's that's pro MMA. Yeah, exactly. and they've they've done that really well. And I mean, I'm looking forward to these Asian games now with the, the financial incentive. And then I think it's another groundbreaking event for for IMAF. Um, right, just before we finish, um, obviously these these lads when they go to these championships, the IMAFs, um, it costs a lot of money. <coughs> so they get sponsors involved and that, and we can't thank MNF because. They wouldn't be able to go otherwise. Um, so anyone who's interested in sponsoring any of these, either these two or anyone else that represents Wales or Britain, please contact them. Um, any sponsors you want to thank for the previous? Yeah. The Euros. Um, I was like, uh, Bar Tom's sponsored me. Um, Full Regan. Total Fitness. Me. Total Fitness gym. Um, here I got another clothing brand coming on, so I have to plug them. But no, I'm doing. Everyone who like, helps us, we really appreciate it. Like, you're helping our dreams. Oh, Ricky Langman. Ricky Langman. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Ricky Langman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I didn't get, uh, get any sponsors for the, for the Euros because nobody. Uh, so the champ wants some sponsorship. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, 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 no sponsorship. Nobody knew who it was, but um, thanks to everybody donating to my GoFundMe page. Yeah. Keep an eye out for them, guys, and, um, the next time. Everybody like, like, dropped me a message saying good luck and my family. Partners, um, and everybody donated to me in some shape or form. It's massively appreciated because I couldn't have done it without, uh, without you guys. Basically, they fighting in China, right? Which has a population of one billion, and a lot of them are going to tune in to watch it because it's going to be on ch- national Chinese television. So, if you want your brand so in front of one billion people in China, get get sponsoring these guys because they will represent you well. And they, when they'll be on that podium with their medals, you'll have a second one around his neck. That they're going to see your brand there as well, and he'll have his first one. He deserves it. So, get in touch, guys. Um, thanks for watching. Next episode, um, we will have Brett Jones here. Uh, I say whether he likes it or not, but he, he loves it. So, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. I'll see you then.